Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. Episode 21. We are officially old enough to drink. Uh, old Steve enough even, to drink. Steve even brought up the month. Combo bottles. This one is Mocambo. Yeah, yeah. Mocambo. It's a it's a Mexican rum. That's that's a single barrel. Man, this is really good. It's aged. You know what? It's aged twenty years. <laughs> so yeah, we should have yeah. drank it for episode twenty. But anyways, episode twenty one is perfect. My buddy, um, <laughs> let's introduce ourselves real quick. We oh got into yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is Live Let Thrive. This is a, a podcast about Airbnb, the Airbnb life, Airbnb renting, Airbnb buying, Airbnb real estate, all that stuff. And, you know, share economy in general, yeah. if we get time to talk about share economy. <laughs> <laughs> We're about everything, man. We're pounding Airbnb our niche. Life. We're pounding our niche, right? Yeah. You know, some, the niche. We, should, we should call this podcast Smack My Niche Up. Smack My Niche Up? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? Uh, a little slow to the party, Micah. No, yeah. anyways. So he's had a long week. I've had a long week. I've been moving all freaking week. Man. I got a new place. Micah's um, got his job going on, got his Airbnbs, got his time. Sh- I don't know how he does it, man. <laughs> and he has a toddler. And, and and yours can walk. Mine's still yeah. little. So she still, you know, she lays there and does her thing. Yours, yeah. turn turn your back and he's gone, right? Terrible twos, man. <laughs> Terrible twos. Yeah, so man. episode... 21. 21 we are legally old enough to drink and so we're gonna have a little so let's hear this oh, oh that was a nice sound yeah. i didn't think it was gonna sound that good yeah that's gonna pour you a little bit yeah go, 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 go. okay just tell me when right there okay cool just gonna wet his whistle yeah just wet the I'll whistle drink the rest of the bottle then <laughs> I'll make me a nice little drink, a little salut. We made it to 21 episodes, dude. That's pretty, that's that's big time. Salut. Salut. It's some smooth rum. It's some really smooth rum. I don't yeah, it know. is. You know Sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to pour more Coke on mine, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm going to pour some water so down tw- on mine. <laughs> so, 21 episodes. And um, I love doing this. You love doing this. Mm-hmm. This is a cool thing. This is see, we met on Bigger Pockets, right? Yep. And we just started talking about about air. Oh, the first thing we, oh, you wanted to come meet up, do a meetup, and you come to one of my meetups. You couldn't make the the real estate meetup, the one I, I had organized, right? And so you yeah, went to my so. um, finance. Um, it was a investment club meetup. Yeah. And so um, <clears throat> you went to that. And you and you were telling us all the all the good stuff about weed stocks. Yeah, <laughs> we should have we should have invested in weed stocks. But you know we're doing we're doing we're doing pretty good now. Our, yeah. our you know I told you, uh, I, I told I sent you that that message. I was like yeah. after two years we're finally in the green, man. We're up five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's all it's a profit, man. Yeah, but um, but now we're up or about five hundred dollars. Uh, it's something, yeah. you know, yeah. it's something, and um investing i just it, it, what's cool i mean if you're doing real estate if you're doing stocks i know if you listen to bigger pockets they dog on stocks all the time but man if you're gonna sit there at a company that's giving you 401k right mm-hmm. and they're matching your your con- contributions up to six ten percent whatever they do yeah i mean that's free money i don't yeah. care how they say well 401k blah blah blah. man that's free money it's free tax and it takes down your taxable income yep and your stocks are growing, even if it grows only 5%, I mean, that's still free freaking money growing at 5%, yeah. you know? And if you want to avoid paying taxes at all, find someone 65 plus to put their money into a self-directed IRA and have them pay you. Oh. I don't know the legal stipulations behind that, but... I don't know. That's the big thing right now is self-directed IRAs. I, I, that's, they talk about that a lot on Bigger Pockets, other other sites, you know? Yeah, uh, if you have someone who has access to one, they can be your good friend. You know, they can become a payee. Nice. They're smart about it. Nice. They're yeah. gonna do some. They're gonna do like a big. Um, is it a seminar coming up on that self-directed IRA? Really? Is there a big, uh, like a conference? It's a self-directed IRA conference coming. Up. People are talking about that a lot. You know. Yeah. And um and so um that'd be interesting and you're did, hey did you go to the 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 pitbull t- tony robbins thing not yet it's in a couple weeks okay you go into yeah. that though yeah right? we'll go to that networking 
I'm curious to see how many of the of those stars actually show up. Uh, probably none of them, but I've heard one or two of them show up because I seen I seen the sign for Pitbull to be up in Choctaw in a couple weeks. So, so he'll just swing through, do <laughs> yeah. do a song or two, and then or probably one song. Yeah, get the crowd fired up. All right, y'all, and then go straight to the Windstar, right? <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's, I mean, that's genius on his part. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, it's a it's a it's a wealth expo, and um, I've always been curious about these and i and i and i didn't know how they worked really because i i saw i was oh rich dad poor dad rich dad poor dad's coming to town mm-hmm. kiyosaki and then i and then i hear um these guys that actually go to these and write you know that write for the newspaper say yeah these guys never show up yeah they never show up. <laughs> robert kiyosaki's never there but the only good thing about it is and what me and my wife when we went to ours it does give you a different aspect that you do learn a lot like we really went there for we now we go to these things just for connections. You meet a lot of people, man. Like you start building your you start building your brand up. Um, one thing like you introduced me to Ken, Con Ken, Ken Boomy. I was Ken gonna Boomy. ask Ken or Boomy or Con. I don't I don't like to. You see, when I tell people, oh yeah, my real estate agent guy is great. What's his name? His name's Con. Uh, yeah, like he's gonna con name. me out of some money. What's yeah, he? He <laughs> calls himself Ken though. Because yeah, I think just he Ken. Uh, yeah, so I think he, it's con, he ended up I don't know. meeting K- him. K A N. Yeah, helped helped me out because he's like, "Hey, I want you to test run one of my units for Airbnb." So I was like, "All right, cool." You know, so he has units, and then you start meeting other people, and it grows. So you're gonna do there. one of his units? Yeah, I'm gonna do one of them. Um, Is that the Fort Worth one he was talking about, or no? No, not, not Fort okay. Worth. It's, it's in Arlington, right around the corner. Oh, oh snap! Like right by uh, the uh, it's it's closer to the not the stadium, but the uh, it's close to the stadium, but. The um, the college, right by the college. So oh, yeah, it's and that, a high spot. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Because yeah. I um, because I asked him because that was the the meetup we had the other like two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I and I just and I just closed on the house that day. Right, ink really? was still wet. You know. Oh and man. And so Ken was like, "Hey, where y'all going after this?" I was like, "Oh, let's go." Oh, I was the Ken was invited. He he uh-huh. put on there he was going to the meetup. You know, uh-huh. he wanted to know about Airbnb because he has some. Because he's always buying, flipping, buying, yeah. holding. He's he does all kinds of stuff. He's 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 a that badass. Dude's a beast. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but he's always. I told you he was the one that you know. Every time I went somewhere, I was like, oh, dude, this would probably be good Airbnb. This not you, you. Why are you youngsters always talking about this Airbnb? You know, yeah, just yeah. buy and rent it out long term. What you yeah. don't have to do nothing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he was, now he's starting to come around a bit. He yeah. listens to our podcast and he's like, wow, y'all guys, you know, y'all. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, you got a little knack for that podcasting thing and some good information. Yeah. And so he um he went to the meetup and and then um I had to leave early. I was wanted to ask you how did the meetup go? Oh man, it was pretty. No, I left before you. No, you didn't leave before me. Y'all were still. Y'all were still oh, there. Oh no, he no, said no. y'all started taking shots and stuff. <laughs> God, that what, was after me then. That's yeah, what Cam was. Oh, that was after me because we left like ten minute five ten minutes after you. So we okay. started talking to Ken. We talked some business with Ken. Ken wants to test run one of his units. James said, "That's when James also said, hey, whenever I have some vacancies, because if my if they don't move fast enough, you know, what I'm saying if I don't get renters fast enough, I'll throw you one of mine." So I was like, right. "Oh, cool." So he and he did mention something else that was pretty interesting because you you were asking him about because um, uh, Mahogany was going to take her test to be a, a real estate agent, right? Oh yeah. And he's like, and he's you were asking him what is he, what do you suggest this and that, and he's like, well, what do y'all want to do with it? Well, you know, we're going to get into property management. He started, you know, telling the whole spiel, and he's like, well. If you wanted me to be really honest, I'd suggest that she doesn't get her real estate license. Yeah. Because like, you're like, what? What happens is, yeah, because what he, he made a good point. He goes, when you get your real estate license, everything, I guess it's like you're now binded to the real estate company. You know what I mean? You, you have to pay them your fees or whatever. That's why I always say if you become a property manager, you have to have a real estate license because I guess, I guess it's just more stipulations on you. So you're his, held his, to a higher standard. Yeah. And he said, if you guys do it, keep doing it how you're doing it now, you guys are managing all these properties. He goes, keep doing it that way, though. So once you become, you don't have to be a property manager. You can just have your LLC and do your work. He says, well, you're held to a higher standard once you have your real estate license. So that was really good advice. Um, my, wife, my wife hasn't really stopped wanting to get them, but it kind of did put us in like, whoa, maybe we should kind of hold off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he made a point. He's like, you already have your niche. Why would you go put more stipulations on yourself? And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. So his his big thing is he goes when you go get in front of a judge, you know how compelling will your story be? You know if you, 
and he said, "Well, I'm just I'm just a dude trying to you know property yeah. do some property management on the side. I have a full time job." The judge might say, "Ah, well, you didn't know you're screwing up. If you go in there as a as a real estate an agent, a yeah. licensed agent." You know better than this. Why were you doing this? You know, yeah. he, he could throw the book at you. So yeah. It's interesting. You can, you can play the dumb card. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty much what he was saying. You can play the dumb card. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. What? No. <laughs> you know, so I mean, yeah, you can play the dumb card. So okay. that, that was pretty cool that he told us that. That's something I'm just really interested in. So, so yeah, Khan. Hey, shout out to Ken Boonmi or Khan, Ken, however you say. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> I told you he's a beast. Yeah, he is. I told is. you this. And um, shout out to James Fan. What's up? We're always mentioning James on the show. We want him to come back. He was a good, yeah, he was, he was a, good, a good, guest. good, good guest. And his um, his sidekick. Who's his sidekick's name? I have no idea. He was trying, he was trying to get me to do shots at the at the meet. Like, Man, this dude, this dude parties. This yeah, dude. yeah. But he says he's been killing it. Really, he's a real estate agent. He says he he's been killing it at real oh, estate. Oh, that's good, yeah, man. He's been selling houses left and right, and he just started too. This um must got a good team around him. Everybody's making money right now. Everybody's making money. And back to the stocks thing. I told my buddy, man, JCPenney's down to $3 right now. I was like, we should buy like 100 shares of JCPenney. And that's like, they're, they're revamping their websites. They're, they're, you know, they're doing the layoffs. They're revamping their stores. I know they're like way down right now. But, um, and they always have these kind of sales and promotions. And I said, every, the economy's doing great. Everybody's fat and happy right now. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a monster holidays, Christmas. We're gonna be a high. We're gonna we're gonna be selling. People are gonna be buying stuff, and um, I think even you know what do they say? The the high tide raises all ships or whatever uh-huh. something like that. The rising tide raises all ships. Mm-hmm. I think even J.C. Pitney's will benefit from this, and I think their stock. I mean, it's at three bucks. So hundred hundred shares of that was that three hundred bucks. You yeah. can buy it, and then it might tickle five, maybe go to five and a half. But that's some good money, you know. I think is this though. Why Amazon. is JC? Yep, <laughs> that is exactly why. Whenever you're talking about retail and yeah, retail so. starts to decline, it's because of Amazon. Yeah. Do you really want to? I mean, you hundred shares, three hundred bucks, you can win lose. You know, what I'm saying it's a win lose situation. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it, that's with our investment club, you know. But is it the Amazon effect? But if someone teams up with the JC Pennies, maybe like a Coles or some, I don't know. If they they absorb them, maybe they might have a fighting chance. I don't know, man. I, I, okay, go to Parks Mall on the weekend or mm-hmm. go during the week. That place is always packed, right? Yeah. It's always packed. People still like to go shop and try on things. People still like, there's still a market for that. I don't know yeah. how JCPenney's is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but man. They, but they sell fridges and all kinds of things, and I don't know. I, but I think it, I'm, I'm not saying hold them forever. I'm just saying I think we're going to have a monster um, holiday okay, season. I might go home and buy a few. Soon as they go up to five bucks, sell it or five and a half, maybe sell it, and yeah. you made some money. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I look at stocks like that. That's how I um, and that's that puts me at conflict with the rest of my group because um, a lot of guys are like buy and hold on stocks, long terms, and I'm like, no, we gotta stick and move, stick and move, man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Grab the money while it's there, and that's how I play poker. You know, if yeah. I see a chance, I get that money. I don't try to like just keep going and going and going to like. You know, going against the guy just to try to raise the raise the amount. Yeah. I just man, I see the easy money. I got a take pocket it. aces, man. I see a nice pot. I'll take that stuff. That's man. how I am with the marijuana stocks, man. In and out, in and out, <laughs> in and out. This one's going up. Boom, grab it. In and out. Like me and my um, me and my brother-in-law, we used to text back and forth. We used to go real fast. Like, hey, here, this one's about to boom. It'll go up. Boom. We'll go ahead and grab while it's low. Sell it next day. Right, we, right. we made 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. That's all you need. You know what I mean? So. I guess maybe that's why I like stocks. It's the gambler in me. I like, <laughs> and even fan, James fans say, was saying that, right? Yeah, it's gambling. He got on the show. He's talking about index funds, and he started naming yeah. all this technical stuff. And I'm like, no, nah, man, but I just like the stock. I just want to buy it, and then it's going to go up because of this. He goes, you're just gambling, man. I'm yeah, like, that's exactly what it is. It's gambling. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And the and the it's I know and the big wigs, the fat cats, you know, the big hedge funders. They it's like they own the casino. Exactly. And we're just players at the casino, right? Yeah, it's exactly what it is, man. It's exactly what it but is. I, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I love some blackjack, man. So <laughs> I know what you mean. As long as they keep giving us free drinks, we'll be happy, right? Exactly. And so uh, and the free drinks is the the four hundred one k match, right? It's like um, it's like there's there's this little town. In South Texas, where my, my family's from, right? It's like yeah. close to the border. It's called Raymondville. Raymondville, Texas, one of the poorest towns in the um, in the whole country. Anyways, yeah, Dang, it's, really? right, it's right close to the border down there. And um, 
And so they, for a little while there, they started having little casinos popping up in town. Little bitty hmm. buildings with no name, you know. And you walk in there, little slot shot, uh, um, slot, what are they called? Uh, uh, slot machines. Slot machines, yeah. Slot shots. Slot shots. <laughs> They had like, <laughs> like these little casinos started popping up in this little bitty hole in the wall town of Raymondville, mm. Texas, you know. And I was like, man, I was like, what's going on here? He's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just on the down low. You know, the local cops get their little kickback and, oh. and no one says anything. And that whole little boring town, what sucks, you know, uh, a lot of them, there's nothing else to do. Let's go to the casinos every night. Uh-huh. <laughs> so all, I can see how it kind of yeah, gambling can devastate a little bit of, you know, take people's money and stuff like that. Yeah. As soon as they walk in the door, they said, hey, we'll match your first $10. You know, it's just kind of like thinks, it makes me think of the 401k thing. <laughs> we'll yeah. match your first 10%. 5%. It's the same yeah. kind of thing. Definitely. You know, they're they're the they're the casino bosses and we're the players. But um they shut down those little casinos which you know, whatever. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Someone I mean, told on them some oh, paid damn. snitch, you know. We, we, man, humans are our our own worst enemies, aren't we? Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. I think it's just jealousy, man. It's just yeah, jealousy. It is. Okay, what oh. were we going to talk about today? We're talking oh. about stocks and and strippers was the last one, right? Yeah, the suspicion, yeah. I was talking about guess uh, is under suspicion. Yeah, I talked touched on that last episode. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking when you said guest peed on your backyard. I was like, eh, that sounds like a stripper move. <laughs> Not that I know wow. many or any at all. That's <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> but yeah, I was talking about uh uh was it Tackle? That was the name of that app I was telling you about where you can find cleaners to do small just small jobs around your house. Uh-huh. Another share economy thing. Tackle. T A K L. Yeah, T A K L. Okay. Cause I need I think, to. I need to know that one. Yeah, because I think DFW was the one of the first places to adopt it. I think DFW in Denver. I think I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. yeah, Tackle, and you can also use the co-hosting feature now to find cleaners and the um. What's another one? The babysitter. There's a one for define care. dot com. Is it care. dot com? But they also have cleaners on there. Oh, nice. Yeah. So care. dot com. That's actually where we get our babysitter from. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the lady in your street. Well, yeah, that, that's our main right? babysitter. But like, if we want to go out on a date, we just okay. use care. Oh, cool. Yeah, man. Let folks advertise on your property. That, that's what you said. I put. <laughs> it's one of my topics. I don't that's know. A, that's a good idea. Advertise because what happens is, um, actually, the barbershop I go to. He, I have to turn everything into him to show that I'm an LLC. But he lets you advertise on his property, and he just, you just, he just charges you twenty five dollars a month. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think that that's like a really good idea, especially with people who have local businesses or just different type of businesses. Um, yeah. You got all types of people coming to your house. You know what I mean? If you have a business that's more attractive to tourists. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Do we talk about that in another show? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We talked about so much stuff, man. We talked about so much stuff. So, um, so work's getting kind of whack for you, right? Yeah, you're on call. Like, yeah. How does I'm that interfere call. with your um, your Airbnb and Airbnb? Uh, and- it doesn't. Uh, pretty much, I'm on call. I can work from home. So, like right now, I just had a call, but just checking on something. Like it could have been something big. I would probably would have had to go so I can get to my computer. Right. But I mean, other than that, it doesn't affect it at all. Actually, actually, it helps it because <laughs> once it puts me in front of the computer, I'm in front of my Airbnb. So right, right. Did you um? Do you kid proof your Airbnbs? No. Oh, well, you, kind you of. I mean, I have baby gates and stuff at home. Uh-huh. Um, my timeshares, I don't really baby proof those, but I do tell them you're allowed to bring kids. It's children friendly because a lot of them. Most of them have playgrounds you can take the kids to. Right, right. Um, as far as just kid-proofing it all the way around, I do have outlet covers. Um, also, one of my last guests made me – remember I was on the border of considering maybe, maybe we shouldn't allow kids. Um, so, no, I don't kid-proof. Uh, what I would tell you to do if you're doing a whole space, you don't have any stairs. That's good. It's your hearse house. Right. Uh, probably have outlet covers. That's it. But yeah, I don't kid proof. I've only had one kid stay, so that's cool. 
Yeah. One thing at the at that meetup have have we have we done a podcast since that meetup or at the meetup have we done a podcast since the last meetup we had? No. We did the one uh, earlier today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but one thing that came up, and I and I had written, I wrote it in my um in my show notes in my notes, and um was was homeschooling. Eh, that that was a big topic at the meetup, right? Mm-hmm. And um because we were talking to I guess because Can was saying that you know he he bounces around houses a lot and this and that. I'm like. Well, and he wants to go, you know, live in a different country and this and that. I was like, well, how are you doing the, how are you doing the, with your kid? You know, he has to change schools and stuff like that. He's like, homeschool, man, homeschool. I was like, oh, damn, that's what I've been wanting to do. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Homeschool. And, um, and the other guy that showed up that that you gave him the wrong directions. Remember he ended up in some empty park. Yeah, actually, Brady (laughs) Dirt. Yep. What's his name? Brady. Brady. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he said he's he he homeschooled all four of his kids, and they and then his oldest his oldest was like twenty year old is in at, um, University of Texas at Arlington, mm-hmm. and like studying biology or something crazy, making yeah. straight A's. And he goes, "Oh man, they're yeah. they're just they're smart." He goes, "All his kids came up good," and uh, I think you're taking the I think the yeah, headphones yeah, yeah. fall. Yeah, headphones falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some yeah. old cheap Yamaha headphones. He forgot his um his um. Uh, beats, beats by Dre, yeah, yeah, the beats, but um, but I we just started getting this whole conversation, and I told my wife, I was like, ah, wouldn't that be so cool though? Because like to not be tied down to this um to to a certain house or certain whatever, yeah. and, and because our kids going to school there, and and the best times for me to fly are you know cause I work for an airline are or the, the okay the worst times for me to fly are summertime, and the holidays, right? And that's the only time if we put our kid like in, in the regular public school system, that's the only time that they get off yeah. and they'll be able to fly with us. And I'm like, what kind of crap is that? I'm going to it's, it's kind of like I'll be losing my flight benefits. Yeah. You know, and I was like, how cool would it be to to go to like um, Paris? Hey, you want to learn French, you know, let's go to Paris yeah. and let's immerse ourselves and we'll all, you know, get on board with it or just go there for a month. You know, yeah. let our real estate that we built up in, in the middle of in, you know, during this time, let the real estate pay for uh, our trip. Yeah. you know and go let's go to south america and we leave our house behind we airbnb it the whole time right yeah. and then that'll pay for our trip to south america for a month you know and get yeah. a get out get away from the job and start teaching our kid and get the curriculum we want to teach him mm-hmm. you can go by the state's curriculum whatever or you can teach him your own curriculum like like ken's doing yeah and um and just like i mean how cool would that be i mean you learn you when you travel you learn you oh, know yeah. You travel, mm-hmm. and especially you get out of the country, you get to Mexico, South America, to Europe, and you just see things how other people live, how other people see things, and it's like, it's like it's not like the freaking CNN, Fox News, all the stuff that they're all the crap that they feeding us, all this. Oh, look over here, this happened over here. You yeah, know, it's, it's out of control. Uh, you go over there, it's not like that. You see it firsthand, and yeah. you just, you get to teach your kid that to not get these preconceived notions pounded in their head by these public schools. Sorry, I'm 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 dogging on public schools today, but like and, and what be. public <laughs> what public schools teaches your kid to be a a good little cog in the machine, you know, and graduate and get into debt and then become part of the machine and teach your kids to do the same. I'm like, why the hell? You know, we've been taught that for, for shit since world war one, I guess, or whenever they started. And, um, and, and, and they never teach finances because they want us to be slaves to debt Mm -hmm. and just become stuck at a job we hate and miserable until we die and teach our kids to do the same, you know? And I'm like, we can homeschool them, teach them what we want to teach them, the important stuff. Of course, teach them the math, science, art, whatever, mm-hmm. all the all the good stuff, and and give them these life experiences, which is way more valuable than um, looking at staring at a textbook that you don't even care about for you know for five hours, six hours a day. And um, I just think that would be that would be cool. It would just it's freedom. That's yeah, what I that's what is. I see it as. It is. I've always me and my wife have always well we already homeschool our two year old. We took we pulled him out of daycare a long time ago. Um, but yeah, he definitely is way more advanced. He knows two languages. He knows all his ABCs. He can count, look at letters and just by simply learning. I mean, he can sit in front of YouTube and learn what a kid in a classroom is going to learn. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. And I mean, you can bag bash on the public school system because I'm right with it with you. It's a <laughs> joke. I mean, what, truly 
me and actually the last meetup me and my wife went to, we met a guy from Detroit. Yeah. And we was all talking about college. He was like how he has 90 something credits and he wants to go back and finish. And he was like, do you guys have degrees? We're like, yeah, we have degrees. But well, first thing my wife told him, she goes, yeah, but the degrees didn't teach me a damn thing about what I do and how we handle our business on a day-to-day routine. We have right. to learn it by coming out here and doing. But one good thing he did say about college, he goes, it does give you a insight of how to study something at a deep level. I was like, okay, I, I give you that. It right. does do that. But, yeah, uh, public school system, it's a joke. It's been a joke for a long time. I'm, I personally don't want to send my son into public schools. Um, my wife wanted to do the private schooling, which I'm eh about, but I'm definitely more towards the homeschooling route. I've always we have all, we've we've actually been on that since before we even had kids. So we uh, went to homeschool. So yeah, man. Especially if real estate can free you up, you know, from yeah. having to work a nine to five, right? Exactly. And that was that was Ken's big thing. He goes, "You can't spend time with your kids because you get up, you got to go to corporate." Come back, got to go to sleep so you can go to corporate. You know what I mean? And how can Can's outlook on that? He, I was like, man, that's my outlook too. He's like, you working for these big corporations? They aren't giving you time with your family. They're not gonna help you teach your kids to do better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even college, like they don't, they ain't gonna teach you how to do taxes. Like, no. why, why don't you learn how to do taxes in school? <laughs> That's the most important. I mean, seriously, you're not going to learn finances. You're not going to learn how to do taxes. You're not going to learn how to write a check. You're not going to learn how to work a credit card efficiently to make it work for the benefit of you. No. What are you really learning in school? Learn how to be a slave to the society, like you said, man. Exactly. So, Learn to wake up and go and hate. I I hated being, I hated, I hated school. I didn't, I didn't like it. It it wasn't good for me. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I, I, you know, I made, I made decent grades and stuff, but I just, I just, man, it was just a beat down. Yeah. I, I hated it. It's boring. And now I'm at a job that I freaking hate too, man. Really? And yeah. And I got good benefits. I mean, I won't lie. I, I get to fly you know, for free. That's the best part of my job. Yeah. You know, and the health benefits, you know, the government went and screwed up freaking healthcare. So we got to, you know, <laughs> yeah, we got to find a job that has that's another scam they're throwing at us we got to find a, a decent job that has good health care even if we hate the job we got to stick to it because of health care right yeah i don't know we're, we're screw it we're letting off a lot of steam today i think oh, it might be the rum whatever no this is the perfect uh <laughs> place because i mean this is what people we want people to get into airbnb real estate your own your own financial freedom that's what the, this podcast is all about getting there and us telling you about our journey of getting there. So, I mean, I think you're on the right path of what you're talking about because I'm, I'm to the point where thing is I don't I have a job, but I, I'm a contractor. So I kind of pick my own hours, pick like when I want to go to work, when I want to get off. I just have to make 40 hours a week. Um, so I know exactly what you mean by having a job you hate. My job, I actually love it. My, my coworkers are cool. I can kind of make my own hours. It's laid back. So, you know, I definitely know when you just have to go in – this certain time every day it's just like ah oh, it's a drain you know what i mean it's a drag <laughs> fighting traffic yeah you know so i know exactly what you mean and that's why we're on our way to financial freedom you got three houses throw them all on airbnb or corporate rental and go just go got man. It, man just bounce yeah so. you know and um oh. <laughs> i just um man i was getting i was getting um hardcore backlash at work Cause people, oh, you know, yeah. I I tried to keep it down. You know, keep yeah. it. You know, I'm not telling everybody my business, but I was talking to my buddy, um, um, Bailey. What's up, Bailey? And um, <laughs> and my my Jamaican buddy, and he gets he gets fired up. And I was telling him my plan um, about this house. He goes, Oh, okay. You know, you got in another house, and you're gonna rent out your um, your the house in Hearst. He goes, You've only been there for a year. I was like, Yeah, you know, but you know, I'm trying to advance, trying to you know uh-huh. move forward. Okay, so you know, gonna you're gonna long term rent that? And I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna throw it on Airbnb. Oh, okay, that uh, that's different. You know, you sure that's gonna, you sure it's gonna work? You sure you're gonna make this and this? And you get no, you're not worried about people effing up your place? You know, yeah. Like I think it'll, I think it'll be alright. I said if I'll try it out. If it doesn't work out good, then I can always go to long term. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and he said, okay, so so why are you moving to over there to Arlington again? It's like. Well, here's my plan. I, my house is right down the road from the stadiums, mm-hmm. and I plan on um, I plan on because uh, what I want to do pretty quickly 
is get a, a camper to put out back and rent it out and try to rent it out on Airbnb. He's like, he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was like, yeah, I want to, you know, if people are all into tiny homes and campers now, I think it'd be a cool deal. People come to town, they can go watch the game, stay at a place for a decent price. You know, like you said, they don't have to pay two eighty nine a night for yeah. a hotel. They could pay a hundred, hundred something, you know, yeah. and have a whole, their own camper and put a little fire pit, you know, I was thinking, I was trying, oh, that was a pretty yeah. cool idea. And in my head, he was like, yeah. he goes, you're going to put some stranger in, in, your, in the back of your house where your wife and your baby sleeps. He goes, what kind of, sh-? he was like... <laughs> I was like, dude, and he started getting. And he raises his voice when he gets, you know, he gets fired up about something. He's getting real loud. This is in my office at work, and and he's like, he goes, no, no, no. I understand Airbnb somewhere you are not at, but your Airbnb in your backyard with complete strangers and all these perverts and murderers and and rapists out there, and you're putting bringing that into your house. And I was like, dude, I'm not. It's like, don't. I was trying to explain to him how Airbnb works, you know. I was like, yeah. you know, you, we rate, you know, people get ratings. I'm not going to just rent it out to anybody, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And he's like, no, no, I, no, I, I can't understand. And then the other people, the other guys there were tag- you're teaming up. No, man, I wouldn't let nobody in my house and this and that. Yeah. I was like, well, he goes, maybe if you built a fence where they couldn't get past it and you just quartered them off in one part of the yard. And, and I was like, man, these are like, that's just a... That's the normal reaction from people. As soon as you start yeah. saying, like, like from what what you're doing, you're written out of your house. Yeah. And I was like, my buddy, I told him, my buddy Micah, he rents out out of his house, and just the people are cool, yeah. you know. They they mostly stay in their rooms. They don't bother them. Yeah. He goes, no, nah, man, you you don't bring stuff like that with your wife and, ba-. and just like <laughs> I was like, man, yeah. and I was getting just getting torn up. I was just sitting back, man. All right, whatever, you know. Yeah. And and, and that's what people. That's what the news will do to you, man. I was watching a guy watching the news today, and he just uh, believed everything that was on it. Like, just, yeah, you can't have this, man. That's why these people, I'm like, man, turn this crap off, man. You really believe every single thing they say on here. This uh-huh. is what every single person is. I'm like, man, it gives you a false sense of reality, and that's probably why he's like that. You know, like, oh, no, you, they, you know. and They see these things every morning. I told yeah. you, in, in our break room, we, we bid for our jobs that day, right? Mm-hmm. We sit there and go in seniority, go in order. And they have the have a big screen TV in there blasting the, the 6 a.m. news. And, and then it's just, like, murders and rapes and someone got killed and whatever. And just, like... I'm like, man. I mean, you're starting. You're starting people's day. I don't. For, I don't face the TV. I turn mm-hmm. my back to it, you know, and I try to have my headphone. Want a headphone? You know, try to have something. You yeah. know, get a podcast going. And I'm just like, every morning they're starting people off, starting the workers off with this, you know, and they just get that in their head and that mentality. They get that. Um, the I don't know. That yeah, that, that bad energy. energy. And they carry that through their whole work day, yeah. and and in in my office where I'm at, we do have a we have a flat screen TV in there. I wish it wasn't there. And every time I get a chance, you know, because it's it's a two seater, you know, me and another dude, we run the it's called AOG in AOG out. It's we run the parts, you know, to and from DFW, mm-hmm. and so um, and so they they come in there sometimes. I have it off. I'll turn the damn thing off because once mm-hmm. you see the six a.m. Every news after that is the same stuff over yeah. and over and over and over. I'm like, dude, I said, dude, we already seen this. I was yeah. like, I'm not, I don't want the TV on, man. I just, yeah. I want to focus on what I got to do today. Yeah. And so I just like, man, it's just brainwashing all this, this TV, all this media, all this internet, all this Facebook is just freaking brainwashing, dude. Yep. Keep us all miserable and keep us, you know, showing up to, <laughs> showing up to work and, and buying and then and all the commercials what are the commercials they're like um, selling you stuff they're selling you stuff they're selling you antidepressant so much antidepressant crap and so much after they depress you yeah (laughs) and there's all the weight loss crap that's out there and then what's the next thing a sonic commercial or mcdonald's commercial yeah to get you fat (laughs) it's real man that's what media does to you man they they depress you oh by the way we have these antidepressant pills Mm want to lose some weight Next commercial, got some McDonald's, want to get fat? You know what I mean? So he's like, ah, turn this crap off, man. You, at one time, one time, I, oh, man, I, I lived a, it's one of the happiest times of my life. Yeah. I, I had a, like a one bedroom, little bitty apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I had, I took the TVs out of there. I, I took, I had a TV, right? Mm-hmm. I think my, my dad or my mom gave me a TV and I was like, and I just happened to be back in the day when you could just hook up straight to the wall in the apartment yeah. and you have, oh, I have cable. Oh, crap. Yeah. You know, I had all this free cable. 
Mm-hmm. And I would just, I remember I'd hit the sack at night and I'd sit there and just flip and flip and flip and flip. You know, I just try to like fall asleep and, and just show and bull crap, bull crap, bull crap. You know? <laughs> Finally, yeah. and it was free cable, but I just like, man, screw this. I, I, that night I ripped it out of the wall, set it aside. I never looked at it again, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I think I went for like, I went months without it, dude, yeah. what, without TV in my house. Mm-hmm. I just had a radio and, um, and I remember one, but I still like to go watch my Cowboys, right? Yeah. So my buddy, um, I, I, I gave that TV away, so I didn't have any TV. But uh, my, my buddy Raul lived up the way, he, and he had, um, he had TV, cable. He paid for all the whole package and all that stuff. Yeah. And so every Sunday, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to cruise by. I watch the game. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Come by. And every Sunday morning, this is my ritual, I wake up, and I'd make me a nice breakfast, you know? I'd make some some pancakes, some eggs, some bacon. And this is my Sunday. Yeah. This is back when I was I was in good shape, but like for one day I splurged, you know. I made my yeah. my big breakfast, you know. And um, so I had my big breakfast, and all right, head over to head over to um, Raul's, and of course, you know, Cowboys sucked back then, so <laughs> they were always on at twelve o'clock. And Romo um, days. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was pre-Romo, I think. I don't know. Aikman? We, no, 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 no. But there was a dark spell between Aikman and Romo, remember, with the Quincy Carters and the, oh, and the yeah. Hutchins and all those guys. Yeah. yeah, it was a bad. It was a bad. And anyway, so they were always on, mostly at noon, because they sucked. But so I went. I remember I ate this big-ass breakfast. And I, I'm going somewhere with the story. Don't, don't worry. Hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> I ate this big-ass breakfast. I felt good, content. Got to Raul's. Sit there on the couch and okay, it's pregame going on, and all of a sudden, all these commercials, like I was saying, Pizza Hut, Sonic, KFC, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And then Raul, um, I, I, Raul looked at me and said, Hey, man, you hungry? I'm like, I said, Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I was like, But I just ate a big ass breakfast. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, but all this stuff, all this flashing imagery pumped into our brains, man. Yeah. And I was, and there was no reason for me to be hungry. But seeing all this stuff, I was like freaking hungry, dude. I was yeah. like, let's, some, let's go get something to eat. But um, yeah, man, it's just like I said, it's 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 brainwashing us. And Definitely. Right now, this podcast is brainwashing you guys. Yes. Into Airbnb. changing your life. <laughs> yes. We're bra- air brainwashing you to become financially free. Financially. Grow, grow those financially free wings of yours, you know? Yeah, man. Jump off. Ain't that what they say? Don't be afraid to jump, man. Take Just the leap. Off. Take the leap. Yeah. And and a lot of our listeners listen to Bigger Pockets also. And, yeah. Um, and so that's cool to be in the company of giants, you know, how they say. And we love we love Bigger Pockets. We... um. I hear they're gonna up their price for pro membership. Some, so I think I think Dorkin was saying that the other day on that other podcast on, that, on the last podcast they did. They said no. I thought gonna, you meant on the uh, podcast that he was a guest on. Oh no 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 no. Okay okay. I'm thinking Brandon uh, Turner. Brandon Brandon. Did you did you hear the last bigger pockets? No. He did like a yet. solo show where he he describes how you can get uh, how you can buy a property in 90 days. He's oh like, yeah, the 90 day challenge. I still haven't yeah. listened to it, but I've okay. seen it. It's it's it was from a, it was just ripped from a, re- a webinar. So if you've seen his webinars, it's kind of similar. You know, this okay. is how you can do it. You got to set your you know, set your uh, what are they called your um ah your process and you put your process uh-huh. in place and follow blah blah blah. You know, there's one of those we- like a webinar. He just yeah. they they mailed it in anyways. That's what a I filler. think. <laughs> <A> filler. <laughs> yeah. But he he alluded to the fact that they're gonna that the pro the pro rates are gonna go up. But he said, well, if you sign up right here with me through this webinar, you know, you get this, the special raid and this and that. And then um, that's that's whatever. You're you're a pro, right? Yeah, I'm a pro member. Okay. But um, is, is it worth it? Um, I do see a lot more people viewing my profile. Um, it does help when you're cause – because I, I put the blog on there, which is the Live, Let, Thrive. Yeah. So it does help with that a little bit. But – it's fun. I don't really use most of the tools, but I, I, I am becoming an avid form, forum poster and viewer now. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, not cool. because of my pro membership. It's just, well, the only good thing I do like about the pro section is you can, like, attend events and stuff like that, set up events. So that, that that's one thing I do like. Yeah, so, and that brought people to us. To yeah, our, yeah, to you know, got to pay to play, you know. So <laughs> You got to pay to play. You know, so, I mean, it, it has its advantages, you know. Cool. And w- one thing he alluded to that I'm excited about, they're going to they they got a um, another Grant Cordon interview coming up. Really? 
You, okay. you, I know. I'm, I, don't I, I don't think I heard his interview. Oh, go go check it out, dude. He's he's awesome. He, really? Grant, you know who that is? Uh uh-uh. uh. Just this big real estate mogul out of Florida, but he's funny as hell. He just really? sat there and he was cutting up with them. It was my favorite. I've seen. I've heard that episode a bunch of times, dude. Really? Grant Cardone is his name. But um, he's gonna come on there again, so I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Okay, I'll have to check that out then. <laughs> so our listeners, our listeners are um Bigger Pockets fans, so they're um, yeah, they're on the journey, man, and yeah. and 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 this is just another caveat, you know, this is another part of the journey. The, yeah. the journey, yeah, real estate. Everybody, well, everybody's in real estate, but but uh, take it to the next level to do something different with it. You know, that's you you got to do that. You got to change with the times. Yeah, and and someone was. I, Okay, I was listening to. Okay, I listen to a lot of freaking podcasts. So what? So sue me. But um, I was listening to Tim Ferriss, and he was interviewing a lot of these. Um, um, what are they called? Um, uh, well, angel investors and um, and um, what are the guys that that give money to to startups? What are they called? Uh, 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 venture capitalists. Venture capitalists. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was doing a whole show on these guys. And and one of them had said something like um, he was they would give big um, they give examples to big companies right and um, and one of them was like hi I think they mentioned Kodak you know uh-huh. the rise and fall of Kodak mm-hmm. and it says like well you you, you got to learn the game first of all you got to learn the game you got to learn the the rules of the game like like you can't just jump out there to play basketball one day without knowing the rules right yeah so you got to learn the game and um, to get in there and play and and, and um, just like with real estate, you got to learn the game. You got to learn all the rules, learn how to do it, to do it successfully. And Airbnb the same way, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're when you got your your you think you're doing good, you're getting you're advancing, you know, you're playing good, you're playing some good basketball or whatever the sport is, whatever the you know analogy is, whatever the real estate is, the game changes. Yep. It, the rules change, and you gotta. And it goes. A lot of companies don't know how to deal when when the rules change. Like yeah. That's what Kodak, you know, the whole freaking, you know, what, who uses this cameras anymore, you know, disposable Nobody. cameras or yeah. stuff like that or film. And they just, they die. They couldn't, they couldn't move to the next thing, you know, they mm-hmm. didn't, they couldn't change. They couldn't adapt with the rules. Yeah. That's and true, so, man. And yeah, I thought that I was mean, a, that was a pretty cool thing. Yeah. That's a really good analogy. I mean, cause, cause you know, I'm a sports guy. Um, and we were talking about how, if you wanted to start start an NBA team, because I listened to a lot of Colin Cowherd, and he was like, if you want to start an NBA team, he was starting around Steph Curry. I, I disagreed with him, but then he said because the rules in the NBA have changed so much, there's no um, what's it called the check the um, whatever the rule is where you could put your hands on the guard when you're guarding them. Uh-huh. Now, if you touch the guard, it's a foul. But he's like, the rules have changed to where it's a guards league. He goes, if you don't change to that, you're going to lose. That's why Golden oh, State keeps winning. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's that's a good analogy. And I'm like, because my first person was, I'm like, hey, I'm either picking a six seven wing player like LeBron, Kevin Durant. Yeah. He's like, no, it, it's a guard league now. Look at all the guards that are dominating. Westbrook just won the MVP. Then before that, it was what Curry. You know, it's like it's a guard league now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a good point. You know. And the Mavs don't have a guard. No, <laughs> you know, and you know, and that's what, he made a good point about change, and that relates exactly to what you're saying. You have to be able to change in business, man. You and, have to, and that's what the part of the change is: is Airbnb coming up, you know? Yeah. And before it was just like long term, it throws yeah. someone in there, boom, 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 have headaches, and it sucks, you know? Yeah. But you can make double, triple on Airbnb and something. Yeah. Of course, um, and and it, and it talks about just like taxi cab drivers you know i mean he goes they wanted to just keep keep things the same forever you know for for 300 years you want or 100 years you want to keep everything exactly the same that's not good for business yeah people uh technology is going to evolve yeah it's just a matter of time you can try to fight it all you want but still it's just that thing we read like amazon's coming up with a device that's going to put thirty thousand people out of work yeah it's bad but he go. They also said what because I didn't get to see what the device was. He goes, but the device is also going to create jobs because it's going to need humans to input whatever it is into it. So, yeah, Dude, man. they, they want to take on UPS and FedEx now. <laughs> they were trying to with the drones. With with the drones, but they're 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 setting up their own distribution centers where they don't oh, have yeah. to use the UPS and FedEx, yep. and they deliver on Sunday. What's up? Yep. I mean, now it's a place now they they'll drop some of your stuff off at like a Dropbox if you wanted to, and you can go pick it up yourself. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, Amazon's Amazon's the definition of change. You know, they start out selling books 
Look what they sell. Yeah, that, that dude adapt like a mug. Exactly. In a bookstore, and then he's like, "Well, that ain't working." So yeah, like even with your Airbnb thing, that's adapting to it. You're saying, "Let's, I'm gonna try to make it artsy." You know, that's different. You know, uh-huh. not just, "Hey, we're giving you a bed. Boom, here you go. Roll with it." You know, <laughs> now you're you get a bed, you get this nice little art thing. That's you know what I mean. It's changing. It's just like um, Peter, the treehouse guy. Yeah, he, he made it how he wanted to make the treehouse. He mm-hmm. didn't make it like, oh, what, what's the customers gonna like? You know, what should I should I make a spot for yep. kids? Maybe a kids room? No, it's two adults. That's all that can stay there, right? Yeah, two adults. Yeah, there's no TVs, no um, no internet, nothing, no technology. You're gonna stay in the treehouse, whatever. That's that's how it's gonna be, and people are. St- People love it, dude. Yeah. They freaking go there and they bought into it. And this mm-hmm. is an escape, you know? Yeah. Let it speak to you. Let the old tree, the general, whatever yeah. you call the old tree, <laughs> let him respect him because then he'll throw another tree on top of yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was so was, cool. That was an inspiring thing. And and it goes to show just, oh, excuse me, just like a, a restaurant, an exclusive restaurant, you know? Mm-hmm. You go there, you play by their rules, you know? You can't act a fool inside this restaurant, right? Yeah. But people keep going, even though everything's like overpriced and <laughs> this and that. It's painting the illusion, and and people and since you're since you were a little kid, right? What was your favorite time in school when you were like in kindergarten or whatever? What was your favorite time during the day? Uh some say nap time, but no, I hate it. Oh, mine was going time. home. Was going home. Yeah. Okay, but since the time that you had to be there, okay, for me, I'll just say it, it was story time when the teacher would sit there with a book and just mm-hmm. read and we'd just be all sitting, you know, Native American style. We can't say Indian yeah. style. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all sit there. Every, I remember the teacher tell us, everybody sit Indian style and listen to me. You know, we're going to read this book. And she'd read this book and then show us the pictures. And show us the pictures and we'd be like, it was the coolest thing. It took you to another place, you know? Yeah. Since we were kids, we bought in, wow, this, these books, you know, this illusion, this other world. It's like the coolest thing. And, and to and and I don't think we ever and we we try the the real world the quote unquote real world tries to beat that out of us tries to like yeah. forget all that crap you know exactly. here you want the big house and the big cars that's what you want you know that's your fun yeah. and and um and you have to work ninety hours a week to get it and whatever and so that you know it brings and pushes us into that way but I think we always have that that fun that escape that you know that um that we want that illusion we want that you know other yeah. world stuff you know that's the, the successful shows you know like game of thrones that, that's a freaking other world altogether right Man, love game of thrones and, and then yeah and then we just we all buy into that we think it's the coolest thing you know there's no such thing as freaking dragons but anyways <laughs> but the we night but, king yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we love it we freaking even yeah. as adults we love that crap you know we love that stuff it's cool yeah. it's cool it's an escapism it's part of it's part of our a fiber in, in our soul, you know, we want that, you know, we yeah. want to believe in magic. We want to believe in other stuff. Yeah. And, um, look at religion is huge. You know, mm-hmm. you could, you could argue. Some people would argue, my atheist friends would argue, look, yeah. it's magic. It's what, why do you believe in stuff like that? I mean, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's something inspiring, cool to, to, to believe in or think of. And, and so since kids, we just, we have that, you know, mm-hmm. and then to, for this guy to, to, to put his treehouse, Peter, to put his treehouse like that, set it up how it's his escape, it's his yeah. peace, it's his whatever. And he's sharing And then other him. people are like, yeah, they see it like that too. Yeah. And, I, and I see the art house, the Hearst art house, maybe being like that for people, yeah. you know, a, a place of reflection, a place to, to express yourself. You know, no one around you judging you. You get on these yeah. damn phones and there's just people judging you yeah. oh i gotta put a, a cute picture with my family enjoying life together i gotta put that out there for other people to see you know yeah and it's just like why the freak do i gotta do that yeah. why do they gotta see that i'm enjoying life and most of the people that put those smiley pictures out there aren't enjoying life at all <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> that's true Whoo! sorry i went off again yeah steve was on his soapbox today <laughs> man <laughs> I'm relieving some stress. I've been moving all week. I've yeah, been just ugh, boxes and boxes and boxes. Oh, Lord. Yeah, man. Minimalism. Go to that. That's yeah, fun. Minimalism. If you haven't touched it in two weeks, get rid of it. That's what Jasper said. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to own 100 homes and be a minimalist. I don't know how that works. <laughs> That's what we mean by being minimalist. We're going to make the most out of 10 properties. We retire. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
But uh, where are we at? We look like we've had a... Uh, Only at 49 minutes. So you got to say something more, mister. We can cut 49. <laughs> You're yeah, fading but, over there? Yeah, I mean... Some, some stuff going on. No, no, that's right. fine. I mean, I, let, I can carry this show, Micah. You want me to carry uh, oh, this show? On hop box. on my back. Let's do this. <laughs> What else do you see? Um, okay, you're saying that uh, Arlington's getting gentrified. And there's a lot of, and surrounding the stadiums, there's a lot of, um, still a lot of ghetto, a lot of ghetto places out there. Uh, starting to... Uh, Those ghetto apartments, ghetto houses, crack houses, I think. Yeah, they're starting, starting to, to clean away. up a little bit. Yeah, they're definitely did, starting to go Did away. you see that? Um, I don't know, I was looking on the, the marketplace. Someone's selling a, 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 what are they called? A, a mint they called not a mini house the small house tiny house tiny house mm-hmm. for like 32 grand on there really i just saw it today yeah. i've seen a lady she has a tiny house park in johnson city texas see they're building them out there in the sticks right they're building uh-huh. these little tiny house parks yeah that's I, pretty i, I cool. want to check one out will that be the new mobile home park the tiny house parks i think so you think well, so? I, well not really it's because tiny homes are kind of it's kind of glamping type style because it's it's different, so it's a certain type of people that want to live in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they're more know. expensive than trailer trailer homes, right? I don't think <clears> so. <throat> Tiny homes, like that one was like thirty two grand. That's that seems like a bit much, right? How much are how much are camp or trailers and stuff? I think they're cheaper than that. Like are the they? mobile mobile homes, I know are cheaper than that. Or, no, they may be a little more expensive than that. Really? Yeah, mobile homes. I think. For oh sure. wow. Because you, you're getting a whole, pretty much a whole house. Mobile homes are pretty nice now. You know what I mean? You get the whole. Yeah, house. they got hardwood floors and yeah. granite and stuff like that. Yeah, so like I'm pretty sure you're going. Yeah, tiny homes, it's a different type of market because you look, certain people want to live in those. Now here's the thing with tiny homes in this area. We're in Tornado Alley, right? <laughs> yeah. If you were gonna buy a tiny home for your family, would you also put like a what's it called? Uh, a, they're, they're not made for families though. Yeah, well, I've seen, made for two, I, the, a lot, a lot of times. But I've seen, I've seen on. Well, I guess I watch those, um, the HGTV shows, a tiny home yeah, luxury they, stuff like that. Yeah, and they'll make like a loft for the kids. They'll have two or three kids. They're gonna be in this tiny home with their parents and yeah. stuff like that. But their main focus, they make these. I, I know it's all H. What, how, what can you believe on HGTV, right? <laughs> but anyways, there, there's um. It's up in up in where you're in Oregon, where mm-hmm. the, the, these guys that make these luxury tiny homes, that's their business, and they're cranking them out, dude. Really? They have their own show and everything on HGTV, and um, but these families, I mean, these are nice sized tiny homes, you know, they kind of like two story tiny homes with lofts and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. see, I haven't seen those. I've yeah. Thought. And instead of, and they have like, well, they have like a ladder to go up to the little loft or mm-hmm. whatever where the kids are going to stay, where they have the little beds. And um, plus they have like, um, what's, what was cool, I saw one, they have these, um, uh, a rock wall, a little bitty rock wall where the kid, climb, you know, like yeah. he, like rock climbing. And he climbs like up. Like indoor rock climbing, he climbs mm-hmm. up to his loft. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Dang. But they're making luxury tiny homes and they're selling them like hotcakes over there in Oregon. I mean, it's really okay. I have to check that out. But part of but part of what they're looking for because these people buy, also buy like a plot of land, so they mm-hmm. want a big, nice chunk of land, and they just set their tiny home on it, and they're and they're set, dude. Yeah, because they're they're starting to make them out in the sticks. Those tiny home and the lady I seen who was doing it, she was putting them on Airbnb. So, I I think those would be good for glamping hub too. Yeah, yeah, like anything like that, that's good for glamping hub. I need to check out Glamping Hub, and I'll be on yeah. there too. I'll put my I'll put mine on there. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like if it's something kind of different and like has a theme, definitely put it on Glamping Hub. Now, now, were you wanting to put a, a camper out back of your house and then rent out your whole house and stay in it, or you were saying something like that, right? Eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would now. What's in your works, man? What's something? There's something big on your in your mind. What What you got something going big? on? Yeah. What's your next step? Are you gonna well, bounce next, to the next house? I'm gonna get a house. I don't know if I'm gonna need a house or I'm gonna need a condo, because I want my whole goal is to get cash flow to where I can retire. That's my whole goal. Once I get to my sweet spot, what number I want, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? I'm done. I can go build my house in Ghana and I can go retire. Yeah. Um, but what I want to do now is I want to get really a lot of corporate rentals, and I'm gonna use Airbnb as my niche to start subleasing people's places because people know, hey, this guy can do it now. Then I can use that. Start building up capital, get condos, condos. I only need this ten condos, and I'm 
done. And you're out. Yeah. So you're going to sell your house or you're going to just keep renting it on Airbnb? Oh, no, I'll keep it, man. I'll rent it on Airbnb. If I do the whole house, I'd be a corporate. You know, i go corporate. But uh, my wife actually had a better idea. She goes, if we rent out the whole house, we just do corporate rental on each of the rooms. So we can charge. Can you do that? Oh, I guess we're traveling nurses, right? That's what the... Do nine hundred a month, a thousand a month for four rooms, four thousand a month. Ooh, that'd be nice. For one house, especially yeah, if it's like, paid off. You're cool. It's like three thousand dollars in cash flow. <laughs> so yeah. Now, now, do you believe in cash out refis and stuff like that? Yeah. So you yeah. would do that in your house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, definitely. Because that was one of the things that um, Can first told me when I okay I bought the Hearst house, you know, whatever I got it all yeah. good and had, you know I I put that my buddy Eli was going to rent it out after I leave and yeah. and the banks was cool with that and whatever and um, so I bounced to the Hearst house. And I told her, okay man I want to want to get another one after this. You know I kind of got the bug, I got the fever, yeah. and he's like, oh we'll do a, a cash out refi on your on your Arlington house, and I was like, um, uh, I don't know man. He's like he's like well. I was like, well, how does that work? He's like, well, you know, they pull out, you know, you talk to your, talk to Wells Fargo, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause they'll value. Cause when I bought the house, it was like, I paid 89,000 for it. Right. And yeah. I was back right after the crash. And now it's valued at like 130 something maybe. Mm-hmm. And so like they said, you, you do a cash out refi, they give you that, that difference or whatever. And then, but you, your rates go up, you, uh, your payments go up. Mm-hmm. And so, Plus, you got to get someone. You have to pay for uh, what's it called? Uh, inspect, not inspector. Um, <clears throat> what are they called? Where they come check your house and they oh, appraiser, yeah. appraiser. Yeah, appraiser. Mm-hmm. As so you got to pay for an appraiser and this and that, and then you got they got to come and check the house out, and then they'll they'll see what it's worth. Plus, you got to pay all the fees because there's a lot of fees into it too. Yeah. You get money back, but you got to pay for different fees and stuff, yeah. and um, taxes. And um, when it was all said and done, I think I was going to get like I don't know fifteen thousand or. 15,000 out of it, you know, mm-hmm. but my payments were going to go from 650 a month to like eight, some, eight something a month. And I was like, I know I'm making 1250 a month, but in my mind I was like, but I'm paying down the house and I'm making a good cash flow. If I bring it up to eight something a month, I'll still make money. But I just, in my mind, I just, no, I can't do that. I like, I like the chunk I'm making now. Yeah. I didn't want to do all that and pull it out and put more years on it or nothing like that to get more money out. It was just it was just a personal opinion. Yeah. And I hear them on these um on these real estate um podcasts go back and forth on it. Oh man, I just like I like I like cleaning uh clean and clear or whatever. I like yeah. my houses paid off and it's just I know there's benefits to leverage everything to the gills and get yeah. all the whatever tax breaks and all this stuff, but I just I sleep good at night knowing my houses are paid off and I'm getting yeah. a good cash flow. So, yeah. uh, so you, what are you? You're on the what side of the fence are you on? I'm not about to cash out. I, I, I probably would, but right now I wouldn't. Um, it's gonna be down the line. I do something like that. Yeah. Um, because right now I'm pretty much everything's paying for itself. You know what I mean? I've got. I'm trying to get to the point where I can have money working for me by being the business owner. Um, my thoughts right now are I'm making enough. I'm like you. I'm making enough cash flow to where I'm stable and then I can start putting money aside for other business ventures, getting other properties. And, uh, my main focus right now is just condos, man. You know, and everything else is doing what it's supposed to do for me. You know, right, I'm not right. real big, like on bigger pockets. They always say, get this, get this, get this, get this, get this. I'm kind of like slow and steady. Kind of like how Al Williamson is, man. Just get these few, maximize them, go to the next thing. Right. Right. You know? So, I'm, cool. I'm, I may, but we have, we are going to attempt to probably refinance our house soon. We don't know when. It's a nice time to do it. Everything's high right now. Yeah. If you're going to buy some other condos and stuff like that. Yeah. Right now would be a really good time to do it. We're at the so. very peak of the market. <laughs> yeah. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And yeah, then, unless Amazon comes here, right? Brings HDQ here, headquarters, HD. How many people are in the place? HQ2. It's a lot of people in the bid for that. That's like fifty thousand jobs, man. <laughs> okay. DFW really be jumping. There. I know it ain't gonna go to the high tax states, right? It ain't gonna stay. It ain't gonna be in um, Washington, California, Oregon, California, Oregon, um, I know New York. It's gonna be in the Midwest somewhere. Detroit, maybe Atlanta. Atlanta might get it. Detroit. See, see, that's the thing. I mean, people are saying Detroit, but I'm like, you these. These jobs, it's going to be a headquarters, right? 
It's going to be high-end job. It's not going to be guys throwing boxes. I mean, no offense. You know, we already got a ton. We got um, uh, Amazon spots here that the guys do that, you know, throw yeah. boxes. But um, these are high-end corporate jobs. And you want the talent, and you want the talent to be happy, right? Mm-hmm. And how are you going to – to me, it'd be, it might be a harder sell to, to, to get the best talent. Hey, you get to come live in Detroit. You know, it'd be like, screw you. I'll go work for somebody else. Whereas you say live in Dallas, Texas. It's a nice area, you know, yeah. good place to raise a family. So that's, I know D- P- Detroit, I see it on the list. I've been looking, I've been following mm-hmm. it. But I'm like, if you want the talent, the, you know, the corporate talent, you know, not just the back. Dallas. The, I think Dallas would be there and maybe Atlanta. I think it might be between those two. I don't know. What, yeah. I don't. I don't think Florida. It's all old people, right? Retirees well, you want over cheap, there. You want cheap real estate and the talent and low taxes. Yeah. Cheap real estate, low taxes. I don't know what Detroit. I don't know the deal with Detroit. Me, if they have high taxes the, or whatever. Their real estate's cheap as hell. The oh, yeah, <laughs> for yeah, a reason. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for yeah. a reason. So, but, but. So I, I know the guy who was at the meetup. He's buying. He's buying property in Detroit. You know, I know bigger pockets says don't buy in Detroit. Don't buy in Detroit. He's, he's been like, Dorkin's been turning, uh, changing his tune on that, right? Has he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. On buying in Detroit, the people yeah, are... he's been telling people that so he can go buy up everything. They're like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, man, go buy in Detroit." <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> no, I'm joking. Just kidding, Josh. If you're listening, There's some brutal, uh, brutal winners up there, though, right? Yeah, it's brutal winners. Like my this dude who's at the real estate meeting. He says he buys all his houses cash. He's buying like houses seven thousand, seven eight thousand dollars. Oh, Those things wow. go up. He goes, yeah, if you want to get some houses in Detroit, just talk to me. I'll, I'll introduce you to some people. So that might be something I look into, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a risk. It's, yeah, it's you, a risk. You're, you're speculating, risk. right? You're speculating. Yeah. Kind of going off. And he, he it's working for him. So, you know. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, uh, many ways to skin a cat, right? Yep. So... Man, I'm beat down from the whole, whole long week that I had. Man, You're beat dude. down from the long week that you had. I this, got some. This, this podcast, you got some what? I got some good stuff coming. Next week, we're going to be loaded. Oh, yeah? Loaded. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So this this podcast, you just let me do my spiel, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We let, we let Steve get on a soapbox, <laughs> man. Steve let off some steam. I appreciate that. Um, nah, it doesn't happen often. I mean... Yeah, that's what that's what these that's what these podcasts are for. This is, and we're in a cool spot right now. Mm-hmm. We don't have any advertisers. Hey, maybe in the future we will. Who knows? Yeah. But we're at, we're at a place where we can just speak our minds, yeah. and 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 I think and without worrying about what a sponsor is going to say. It's like Cam Newton got in trouble the other day for saying, "Oh, a uh, girls a girls <sighs> talking about Ralph." That's funny. What, what did he? Hold on. I don't know. It, it's whatever. What did he say? Everybody. Some some. Something about I didn't routes, read the article. Right? Yeah, so he goes, "Oh, a did female, he, a female asking about routes. That's funny." You know, see, that, that, that's my thing. Did he say a girl asking about routes is funny, or did he say a, f- a female? Oh, he said a female. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It was just. I don't think he meant nothing. And yeah. The thing is, you can't slip one freaking word in this society. Yeah. And he's losing millions of dollars from sponsors that are just jumping ship. Cause you can't slip one word. I know it might be bad what he said. Whatever. It's just it's just dudes. It's just a dude saying something. I mean, you're, he has to practice all day, study film, and then he has to stand up in front of these cameras and answer these stupid same questions over and over again. And hey. okay, something's gonna slip, you, or you can learn to be a robot and just answer everything like a robot. But this society is so unforgiving with the social, um, the social networks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's you slip one word and you're freaking ruined, dude. Oh, yeah. You're ruined. And you get fired from your job. Your family, you know, yeah. suffers. And it's just like, it sucks. And right now, we're doing we're doing our podcast. We're, we're putting out there, I don't know, we're putting out there stuff. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> we're putting out there. Airbnb stuff, you know, inspiring, yeah. hopefully inspiring people. I don't know, to, to give it a try. To give yeah. Airbnb a try. Give... Give short-term rentals a try and give real estate a try. I mean, why not? We're here for, we're only on this planet for a few, you know, for a, a few years. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. A few decades. Why not, why not try something and be happy, you know? Definitely. And the, hey, I freaking tried, you know? And, um, and yeah. And so that's what we're doing. And we don't have any sponsors or anybody telling us we can't do it this way. We can't say this way. We can't cuss. We can't whatever. Yeah. So we don't have um, what like even like a corporation that starts, you know, or um, yeah. or um, a startup. 
yeah, you get some money, you get millions of dollars from these people, but they're going to tell you how to run your, your company, yeah. your baby. They're going to tell you how to treat your baby. Definitely. And, and so we don't have that right now. So we're in a cool space that we can say what we want and just connect with our listeners. And, and we appreciate y'all hanging in there and, and um, spread the word because, you know, we like doing this and yeah. give us some and give us some feedback if you could. Like you're getting blown up by, by that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. But um, we like doing this, and um, we appreciate y'all listening to it. Yeah, continue living, continue let. Well, continue living, start letting, and start thriving. Boom. Yep. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, for Micah, this is Steve. Uh, Live, let thrive, episode twenty-one. The the rum episode is over. Yeah, hit us up four six nine three hundred ninety one hundred liveletthrive.com like us on facebook uh you can send us messages through that hit us up on our website if you want to be a guest as well mike is about to pass out over there (laughs) it's been a long week but hey we love y'all i hope y'all love us too peace out thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of live let thrive be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of airbnb and all that entails Bye-bye.